0: guys welcome back i need to just one second adjust my earbud it is going to fall out of my ear and then and then we won't know where we are um okay so welcome back to uncommon sense So on this episode, I want to talk about what is going on in Shanghai. A lot of people don't know what's going on in Shanghai. I know what's going on in Shanghai. Other people know what's going on in Shanghai. But there's a lot of people who don't know what's going on in Shanghai. And that's because the mainstream media is not talking about it. And it's devastating. It's devastating what is happening in Shanghai. It's devastating that people over here don't know what's going on in Shanghai. It's just, it's like, is this is social media like really pushing it down? Like that would make sense, I guess, to me. I mean, we're, we're really entering this propaganda era of America where we're turning into China that's a lot of words that end in a but I hope that y'all understood my point like we really are turning into this propaganda state where the social media companies can just push down things that they don't want you to see and why wouldn't they want you to see what's going on in Shanghai well maybe because uh America and the people in charge right now are kind of they kind of like Shanghai and how and how it's being handled over there they kind of like the Communist Party of China. Like they kind of like that the Chinese people, the Chinese citizens don't, don't really have free speech or free thought or free religion. They don't have any of that. They don't have any of that. And so maybe these social media companies that are kind of like, let's push that like little video down. Let's push that down. Maybe they are just like, well, you know, it's for the best. It's for the best. They don't know what's best for them to know. And clearly the government in China is just like, it's just looking out for its people, doing another lockdown, keep the people safe. Well, I'm going to tell y'all what exactly they're doing in Shanghai and what they're really doing to these people because nobody is talking about this. Fox News isn't talking about this. CNN isn't talking about this. MSNBC isn't talking about this. None of the major news media outlets are talking about this. And there are people over there who are dying by by the way, also their pets are dying. It's not as important, but people are dying. There is so much cruelty and evil happening over there in Shanghai, and nobody's talking about it. It is the China Communist Party that is enacting all of this evil, and nobody's talking about it. Nobody's talking about it. I I had to take like an extensive break from the podcast recently, because I'm just like so overwhelmed with not fear, because I know ultimately that Jesus wins all of this. And even if we are in the end days, I'm not worried about that because I know where I'm going. But I am—I get overwhelmed by, by how much evil is going on. So I do have to take breaks from the podcast sometimes. And y'all need to understand that I wear multiple hats and I do multiple things. I have a PR company. I have this podcast. I'm writing a book. I do my commentary. I'm going to start doing speeches at campuses. So if y'all want me to do that, I'm going to start doing that in the fall. So, definitely message me if you're interested in that. Definitely wanted to do that starting a few years ago. And then they said, boom, bam, whammy bam, 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 here is a pandemic that we have delivered to you. And we are not going to be accurate at all in the numbers. And we don't know what we're doing, but you can't go do anything. So, I wasn't able to go do my college speeches that I want to start doing. Uh, when I wanted to start doing them because everybody was like freaking out over this stupid virus. But now in the fall, I'm, unless they have like a surprise variant, I am very much looking into doing that. So if y'all want me to come speak at your campus, email me at real Jenny at gmail.com and then we can work something out. But I, I just do a lot of things and I'm very, very in the deep end of this political chaos stuff. And I get really overwhelmed because once you wake up and you see what's going on, it is... Um, it is just, it's really, I mean, it's frightening. Again, I'm not afraid. I just, it's It's overwhelmingly evil. And when you truly see it and you see all of it and you just are just like, wow, like it's like you hit like this truth wall. And once you really see it, you just, you get overwhelmed and you have to take breaks or you're just going to burn out. And I, and I feel that in my soul. So, sometimes I just have to go sit in nature, read my Bible, be alone, like have actual silence around me and and not be focusing on all of this because it really does drain my soul. I, I feel like I'm called to do this. I will continue to do this. I, I just have to kind of balance it all out or I know that I will burn out and then that won't be good for any of us. So anyway, the Shanghai stuff is very heavy. It is very hard to accept that there is a government doing this to its people out there. But this is the same kind of government that America is trying trying to pull in with this leftist ideology of Marxism, socialism, communism. Y'all, this is the communist party of China. That is who is doing everything I'm about to describe to y'all to these people in China. Um, I just, I'm going to play a video for y'all and I hope that y'all can just listen to how communism has really treated these people, like how it is actually going, not how it looks on paper, not how it looks in your mind, not how, you know, they tell you you in college, your college professors are like, it's going to be a utopia. It's never like that, y'all. You've got to research it. And I, I'm going to try to not get emotional on this episode, but I, I just can't make any promises on that because thinking about all these people in China and Shanghai who are wailing they are wailing from these towers that the government has put them in they have taken their people it's another lockdown situation they're saying that there's another variant they have to take the people they have to put them in these quarantine spaces and they're killing their their pets once they take them from their homes to go to these quarantine towers and they're killing their pets they're just kicking them they're hitting them with shovels they're they it's it is cr- cruel. It is cruelty. It is brutality. It is disgusting. And this is always how it goes in these communist nations. You just have to look at communism for what it actually is, what it has actually always been, and not what you think it is. It's just not a utopia. It is not a fairy tale. That's not, that's not what it is. So on this episode, we're talking about Shanghai and I will try to not get emotional, but whenever, whenever it's like, I'm, I'm pretty good for most things, but when when it's communism actually killing people, which it does, and I get that, but when it's happening in the here and now, and and you know that your country, like a lot of people in your country are fighting to have this in your country, like, it just, it really makes me sad. So, anyway, we're talking about Shanghai, and maybe or maybe I will not. It's hard to tell whether or not I will cry. <laughs> Before we get into everything, I just want to remind you guys about the ESV Student Study Bible. I definitely recommend this one if you're new, if you're not, if you're semi-new, if you just want to go back and learn the basics. Like, this is a very good study Bible. It's an excellent first study Bible, and it's good for everyone. So I really like this one. It has 12,000 clear and concise study notes, introductions for each Bible book featuring author, date, and recipients, the theme, the key themes, purpose, outline, Studying more than 80 maps and illustrations throughout, 15 full-color, full-page maps. I'm a huge fan of maps, um, but y'all know that. Um, 15 topical articles, nearly 900 new did-you-know facts, 120 Bible character profiles, which I think is really cool, glossary with concise definitions of key terms, 80,000 cross-references. Like This is one of my favorite parts, too. 80,000, 80, cross-references, that's so cool. Uh, extensive concordance, highly readable double column format, black letter text throughout, eight point text size, and then some dimensions that I'm not gonna read. But this is an excellent study Bible. I also recommend, as you guys know, the Brand Sundays Bible study. But these two will go really well together if you're just breaking into all of this and, like, the Bible's overwhelming to you. Um, The Bible can be overwhelming. But if you have, like, some good tools going into it, then it's uh, easier to understand. So that is what I recommend. And y'all can get that at the link that I'm going to have in the description below. Okay. Um. So let's just start with Shanghai residents being forced from their homes. Um, They clashed with the police over the COVID policy. So it's kind of cool to see, you know, the outrage. There's been a lot, a lot of outrage from the people in China. And it's nice to see because like I said, there's a lot of propaganda over there in China, communist central city of the world. Like that is a lot of communism. It's a lot of propaganda. It's a lot of lies. It's a lot of gas lighting to the citizens and and it's just it's nice to see them you know having outrage when they are you know with all due respect and it's not their fault but they are brainwashed you know they just are but it is nice to see them fighting back I mean at, at some point you know even if people are like they even if they have been completely just brainwashed at some point human instinct kicks in and you're just like hold up now hold up just a gosh darn second Why why am I doing what you're telling me to do when it doesn't make any sense? And I think that a lot of people in Shanghai have reached that point. I mean, they've reached that point. So uh, their scuffles follow complaints of food shortages and overzealous officials forcing people into quarantine. There's video footage shared on social media that shows residents of Shanghai scuffling with hazmat-suited police officers who were forcing them into uh, surrender their homes for coronavirus. Quarantine facilities Shanghai a mega city With a population of 25 million um, And China's key financial hub Has been experiencing The country's biggest outbreak Since COVID-19 was first reported In Wuhan over two years ago Um uh, okay, maybe, maybe they are, but I, I would have a lot of questions about that. I would have a lot of questions about that. I don't know if that's true. Maybe it's true. Even if it is true, that doesn't justify what they're doing to the Chinese citizens. And this is where I would just like to say, and I have disagreed with friends on this. I've been able to peacefully disagree with my friends on this because I love having friends of all different ideas and opinions, and I just really like getting input from all sides sides in all areas. I really like all the different, um, I mean, that's true diversity to me. But I do have some friends that I've disagreed with. They have been of the mindset that, you know, the lockdowns have been good. The lockdowns have helped like slow the spread. The lockdowns have made sure that we were safer and they are that they are good and that they're that my friend was willing to give up her freedom for the safety. So we have been able to peacefully disagree on that. I I will never be of that mindset because, and I've explained this to her, and we've been able to respectfully disagree but I just I I know that I'm never going to have 100% safety on this earth everything in life can potentially be dangerous. Like you could walk out of your house and a bird could fly into your eyeball with its beak and then bam, I don't know what's going to happen there. You could die. Who knows? Like you never know. You're never going to be a hundred percent safe. So I would just rather have my freedom. I would rather have my freedom than supposed safety. That's being promised to me by pathological liars, by the way. Um, and that, and that applies to both sides of the political aisle, at least at a federal level. And you know, at a lot of state levels too, y'all really have to stop treating politicians and leader people like they can make no mistakes at ever. Like they totally can and they totally do. And you just got to quit acting like they they can really deliver on that. They can't deliver you safety, signed and delivered. No, they can't do that. They can't do that. So, I mean, like I said, you, anytime you step out of your house, anytime you're in your house, anywhere that you are literally alive, it could possibly be dangerous. Nobody can promise you safety. And the people who are like claiming that the only way that they can promise you safety is to take away your freedom. That's somebody you're not going to want to trust too soon um, at all. Like you're never going to want to trust that person. So I am just of the mindset that I would rather have my freedom than safety because I know that hundred percent safety doesn't exist anyway. So that was always my my vantage point with this whole lockdown situation and that's globally. I mean, there are a lot of countries with a lot of citizens who got really upset with their governments for the lockdowns and I I can see all sides of this, but I do know that a lot of governments let the power go to their head and they're going to miss that. And they are missing that. So, I mean, part of me is very suspicious about the Shanghai, quote unquote, outbreak. Like, I mean, part of me is, I mean, honestly, just skeptical the people just know that these lockdowns and these crazy crazy stringent rules are are really why the global economy is crashing i mean the global economy is crashing it's it's bad here right now because biden yeah is an idiot but it's global. It's global because of the way, I mean, what? Did these leaders just think that there were going to be no repercussions for shutting down entire economies, like sending everybody a stimulus check and and then everything's just going to be fine? No. There's nothing being produced. There's nothing able to supply. There's nobody able to consume because nothing's there. Like When you take people out of the workplace, when you take people away from their jobs, this is what happens. Why is that so hard for people to their brains around. I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand. Okay, so let me just read some of this article. This is from The Guardian. So The Guardian, um, I think that that's a decent one, I guess, to follow. Um, just because all the other all the other media outlets are just not even talking about this. Um, there's a few that have had a few stories, but it should be a much bigger story. So if anybody over on Mainstream Media Avenue wants to take a look at this and really pay attention to it and really put some stories out on it and really help the people in China, if you can, if you have time. I mean, I don't know. I know y'all are really, really busy talking about why three-year-olds should be learning how to have sex in the classroom and talking about how six-year-olds should be allowed to change their gender. I mean, I know y'all are busy with a lot of really important, clearly very wholesome content, like very, very wholesome information that the public needs. But if you have time, if you have time in between those stories, like maybe y'all could cover this a little bit better. Maybe y'all could. Maybe y'all could. I mean, there's only there's only tens of thousands of people who are in immediate danger immediate danger <sighs> okay but but I'm the isolationist I guess. I'm the isolationist because I I actually do want the news on this. I actually do want the news on this, but I I just can't. I cannot with how backwards everything is. Let me read some more of this article. Um so the outbreak has prompted criticism of local authorities and is proving a major test of Beijing's commitment to its stringent zero covid policy. Um zero covid. Okay, so what happens to the people that have covid? China Um, residents who have been locked down since late March have complained about food shortages and overzealous officials forcing them into central quarantine facilities as authorities rush to construct tens of thousands of beds to house patients with COVID. Daily infections are topping 20,000 allegedly. um, Late on Thursday, multiple videos circulated on social media showing residents outside a compound shouting at ranks of officials holding police shields as the officers tried to break through their line. In one clip, police appeared to make several arrests as the residents accused them of hitting people. Um, And they are hitting people, the police. Screaming and crying could also be heard in the background. Bystanders took out their phones to film... The scene, the incident was triggered when authorities ordered 39 households to move from the compound so that patients with COVID could be housed there, quote unquote, in order to meet the needs of epidemic prevention and control, according to Zhang Zhang Group, the developer of the housing complex, quote unquote, it is madness. One resident in the area told The Guardian, Uh, quote, we've never thought this could have happened. Happened in Shanghai? Are we no longer China's window to the world? Question mark Aren't bureaucrats in Shanghai ashamed of what's been happening in our city in recent weeks? Um, end quote. So Thursday's incident has provided a rare insight into public anger in China—righteous uh, anger, I would say. Um, in one live streamed video, a woman can be heard weeping and asking, quote unquote, why are they taking an old person away? As officials appeared to put someone in a car. In another video, some residents were seen kneeling on the ground, begging the police to stop. Um, Zhang Zhang, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, Zhang Zhang Group said it had compensated the tenants and moved them into other units in the same compound. In a separate live stream video, a woman is heard shouting, Zheng group is trying to turn our compound into a quarantine spot and allow COVID positive people to live in our compound. The group said it recognized videos of the compound uh, that had appeared on the internet on Thursday and that the situation had now settled down after quote unquote, some tenants obstructed the construction of a quarantine fence. Well, I don't know what a quarantine fence is, but I am pretty sure there are thousands and thousands of Chinese people who would like to break down their quarantine fences. So China's Internet censors quickly stepped in to scrub evidence of the clash from Chinese social media sites. That is what they are doing here, y'all. That is what they are trying to do here. Um, uh, no, Jenny, don't go into Elon Musk and Twitter right now. I will do that on another episode, but, um, yeah, it is happening here, y'all. It is happening here. This is why censorship is terrible. They can do anything. If you give them ultimate control, y'all, they can do anything. Why do y'all want the government to have all power? Why? Why? What is wrong with you? Why do you trust them? Why do you trust them? I mean, most of you guys don't trust anybody in your lives, but you trust the government with everything. Why? Why would you do that? That's, that's asinine um. Okay, so back to this article. China's internet censors quickly stepped in to scrub evidence of the clash from Chinese social media sites as they did with several other videos that have appeared over the last few weeks with search results for the name of the apartment complex disappearing. Wow, magic. By Friday morning. Yet, despite the effort to silence discontent online, similar videos are still being shared among the citizens. They have also appeared on platforms that are banned by Chinese regulators, such as Twitter and Facebook. Um, Y'all really need to pay attention to how serious this whole social media censorship stuff is. The fact checkers are opinion checkers and to censor people because you disagree with them is just the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I would never want anybody I disagree with to be censored. That is just crazy. That's crazy, you guys. It is such a slippery slope into complete groupthink, complete only one way of, of viewing things. You're not allowed to even know about other ways of viewing things. And it's just intellectually uh, stifling. You can't possibly want that. If you are this free thinking, like open minded person, which a lot of liberals used to actually be, like they used to actually believe in that. But now it's just shut it down, shut them down. They disagree off with their head off with their account. We got to shut them down. They can't say that. That's what's going on in China to a much larger extent that it's happening here, but it's happening here and it's going to keep speeding up the way that it's happening here and then eventually it's just going to be complete mayhem and y'all are going to very much regret that you ever sided with the people censoring other people. Those are never the good guys in history. Ever. 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 You can't find one. So on Friday, Shanghai reported a slight decline in new infections at over 23,000 cases. The number was down from more than 27,000 the previous day. That's a pretty large jump. I just don't trust these numbers. I really don't. Um, The large majority of the city is still under a strict lockdown. I mean, there's a difference in strict and completely inhumane. Like why can't we use inhumane? Like inhumane would be a better word than strict. It is inhumane. Um, In the last few weeks, Shanghai residents have vented their anger on social media about food shortages and heavy handed controls, including the killing of a pet corgi by a health worker and a now softened policy of separating infected children from their virus-free parents. So all the people, all the Democrats who have been having a lot of problems with the the southern border, I mean, under Trump, now they don't care. They don't care at all. They could not care any less now that Biden is the president and Kamala, who is supposed to have been handling all of that, but no, she could never even go down to the border. The furthest down south that Kamala could get was El Paso. So I don't know. She just doesn't have the time. She's too busy cackling about stupid things. I don't know. She didn't have time. But all of the Democrats who have had the biggest problem when Trump was in office, y'all had the biggest problem with the separation of the children and their parents. Y'all had the biggest problem with that. I actually understand because that bothers me as well. That bothers me. I would want the families to stay together. Obviously, you want the families to stay together. But at the border, there is this issue with um, people pretending to be their parents and they're actually sex trafficking them. So that's something to think about. But in in the case of like what's happening in China. Yeah. To separate the, the ill children from their, um, non-virus having parents like that is inhumane. These kids are scared to death. They might actually die. Like who knows? I mean, probably not like statistically, but that's scary. They're just taking their parents away from them. And then where are the kids going? Like that is just so inhumane. I don't, I mean, I don't like the word strict. This is not just strict. This is inhumane. This is cruel. This is brutal. But Not too brutal, not too brutal for the authorities who have vowed that the city would, quote, not relax in the slightest, end quote. Oh, okay, 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 okay. What? Preparing more than 100 new quarantine facilities to receive every person who tests positive, whether or not they show symptoms. This is just the saddest story Ever. I, I, wow. Can y'all imagine going through all of this? Can y'all just put yourself into these people's shoes? Like, could you try and just think about everything that they're going through? They're taking these people out. They're ripping them out of their homes. They're putting them in these quarantine tower things and they're, and they're closing them in good, locking them all in throwing away the key until they get better, I guess, and then they're and they're leaving them there. They do not have enough food. I heard that I, someone told me that they're getting, like, what, two eggs a day or something they said? Like, two eggs a day and they're just not getting enough food. They're not getting enough water. They do not have any access to medicine that they may need for other stuff for the COVID. They don't have what they need. They don't have what they need. And I, I just don't understand how all of the people who were so crazed, just wide-eyed, crazy, crazed people about saving lives and slowing the spread and, and coddling everybody and keeping everybody safe. They don't have anything to say about what's happening to the people in China. They don't have anything to say. Like America is mighty quiet on this, mighty quiet on this. And, you know, I just, even the people who were, you know, well, safety is better than freedom. Are y'all, are y'all looking at what China's doing? Do y'all see what's happening in Shanghai? Do you care? Do you understand like they're not safe and they're not free. They're not safe and they're not free. They're not safe. And they're not free. Did y'all get that? I am just, this is just, wow. <sighs> okay. I'm going to bring it down a few notches. Got to bring it down a few notches to get it through this episode. Okay. So what I'm going to do now is play a video so that you guys can just hear for yourselves. Not coming from me. Not coming from me. I'm going to let you guys listen to the citizens of China themselves as they are being held in these corners. Quarantine chambers and and what they sound like as they are they don't have water they don't have food they don't have medicine I want y'all to hear I want I want y'all to hear from them what they're going through right now and I want you to keep in mind that this is communism that brought this to them let me play it. 这个要拆得起来 so y'all heard that, right? Did y'all hear that? That was it's it's it sounds like hell. It sounds like hell, it looks like hell. Um, the video, I'm gonna post it on social media so that y'all can see it. It might be taken down, but it's hell like communism is hell and you could hear the guy talking i don't know who he was or what he was or you know what he was saying exactly but it sounded to me like kind of an official guy you know just just kind of yucking it up while all these people are wailing in the background i mean y'all they were they're in hell like they are in actual hell on earth and that is what communism is this is just how it goes they don't care about people like they're not like they are literally stuffing these people in into these towers, into these quote-unquote quarantine facilities, but it's it's not, it's not clearly not for safety. It's clearly not to help. It's clearly not for their well-being. Like, they are miserable. They are miserable. So many of these people are flinging themselves off of these towers and, and just committing suicide because they're that miserable. They are that much in despair. They have that little hope. So, I mean, before y'all push harder for this ideology, please think about Shanghai. Please study what's going on in Shanghai right now, please study history in general on on communism. Like, I devote my life to the work that I do so that what's happening in Shanghai never happens here. And I don't know if anything that I do can stop that from happening because we're on a really bad trajectory right now. Like, we're on a bad path. We're on a bad path. And I think it's going to shock you guys how quickly it could possibly potentially turn into something like Shanghai and like China. I mean, it's going to be shocking to you guys if you don't wake up soon. Um, you never Never need to trust the government. You always need to trust yourself. You know how to run your life better than the government. I am a Christian. I believe that everybody should believe in a higher power. I believe everybody should be a Christian. I believe everybody should, you know, believe that. But I, I also understand that we have freedom of religion here and you don't have to. But even if you're completely just, I don't know, atheist, like is the main China quote unquote religion, um, even if you are an atheist, I I, I just think you need to logically... Even if you're not going to think about it spiritually, think about how illogical it is to give the government all of this power. You, you just got to think about how easy it is to, for people to let power go to their head, how easy it is for people to let money go to their head, how easy it is for them to let their connections go to their head, how easy it is. And y'all, I have been in D.C. for years now. I have seen it. I have been tempted by it, but you've just got to know that These people are disgusting and that they are not looking out for you. You've really got to think about what you're doing when you're like, hey, well, why don't I just give you all of the power and all of my money and you do with it what you see fit because I totally trust you, government? Why do you trust them? Why do you trust them? You don't even know who all is in the government at a federal level. You don't know. You couldn't name most of them, probably most of you. So why especially if you're like on the left, I just know that y'all probably couldn't. So why do you trust these no name, no faces so much with so much of your life? Like, why would you do that? Why would you do really, really think about that? Like you, you've known people for a long time in your life. You still don't fully trust them, but you'll trust the government. Those whom you don't know. Why? Why would you do that? Shanghai is a mess right now. If we're not careful in America, we could very well become Shanghai and become China. I just think that you all need to wake up very soon. I I keep saying that. I don't know how else to say it. Um, I, I just really pray for all of us. I pray for our country. I pray for our world. I think we all need to be praying for our country and for our world. I think we all need to really grow up and start paying attention to the bigger things happening around us because it's just, we can't stay in the sandbox anymore. You guys like there are bigger things happening now. We gotta, we gotta grow up because I mean, this is what happens. Weak men make hard times, hard times make strong men. And, and uh, you know, I hope, I hope that that's true because these are hard times, and and we've got to get tougher, and we've got to get smarter, and we have to just pay attention to what's going on in these countries that have the same ideology of Marxism, socialism, communism that you guys are pushing to bring here to America. It will turn out like Shanghai. It will turn out like China. It will turn out like North Korea. It will turn out like Venezuela. It will turn out like all of these places that have tried this ideology and failed Cuba. It will it will happen. It will happen. If we keep being stupid, it will happen here and it is it's scary how close we could be getting to that. Um I really hope that Elon can turn Twitter around. I don't really know if he can. I don't even know if him fixing Twitter really fixes the free speech problem because I mean, free speech shouldn't really cost 43 billion dollars. I mean, I don't think it should. I think it said it's free. Um I, I'm really worried. I'm really worried. I'm I'm worried, but I'm not afraid. I I know that things are going to get worse, and that's why I keep encouraging you guys to read your Bibles and to and to pray. I just really do think that the best way to combat all of this internally, externally, in every way, is is to be is to be strong in your faith and to know what you believe and to not cower away from those more from those deeper things that you need to understand. Because I know it's easy. And it's, and it's more fun to ignore things and to be ignorant. And it's, and it's fun. It's better. It's, it's not better, but it feels nice. Like it feels nice, but we just have got to get out of this hedonistic, like, I just need to feel good. I just need pleasure. I just need to, you know, I just, I was just like, have a moment, like a moment of just bliss. You don't need, you don't need that anymore. You got to wake up. You got to get stronger. You got to get tougher. There are a lot of people who Uh, need to be woken up. And if you feel like you can help do that, then you really have a responsibility to do that. So now I'm just going to wrap up by reading some Bible verses and some encouragement about fear and why we shouldn't have it. Um, we should be ready, but we shouldn't. We shouldn't have fear. So Matthew eight twenty five through twenty seven, and they went and woke him, saying, "Save us, Lord! We are perishing." And he said to them, "Why are you afraid, O you of little faith?" Then he rose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. And the men marveled, saying, what sort of man is this that even wins and see obey him? I just think we all need to obey him. But I know that's harder said than done. I also struggle with sin. We all do, but that's why we needed a savior in the first place. We are just not enough. None of us are enough. All of the little cliche sayings say, you are enough. No, I'm not. No, you're not. None of us are. And that is why Jesus came here and died for us. By the way, I hope you all had a good, good Friday. A good, good Friday. It is finished, and he will rise again. Um, Psalm 23, 4. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Um, and then let's see, Luke one twelve through 14, and Zechariah was troubled when he saw him and fear fell upon him. But the angel said to him, do not be afraid, Zechariah, for your prayer has been heard and your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son and you shall call his name John and you will have joy and gladness and many will rejoice at his birth. So I think that the world is kind of at this new birth stage, and I don't think we're having, like, a lovely son or daughter. I just feel like we're having chaos. We're having chaos, and there is fear out here, but you just need to read your bible and be at peace with knowing the fact of the matter which is that jesus will come back again and maybe sooner rather than later i think be prepared just in case and and it you know it may happen in our lifetime I, i'm not even saying that like hyperbolically like i genuinely think it may be sooner than we all think. So I I really do encourage you guys to do the best that you can to be prepared for that. I am trying to get myself prepared for that. I just see a lot of things that are indicating to me that we could be closer than than we'd like to be. Although I'm really excited. I think it's gonna be great. I just want to get good seats. I want to get good seats at the second coming. I do not know what I'm gonna wear yet, but I will be ready. I will be front and center. I will be ready. I'm I'm ready. Like I I think that the world is completely crazy right now. The world has always been crazy, but who knows? Who really knows when it will be? Um, Not me. Certainly not me. But I'm not going to rant anymore. I hope that this was informative and a little bit encouraging, but I can only encourage you guys so much. The one that can encourage y'all the most is God. And I definitely recommend that y'all turn to him. The more we get into all of this craziness. Um, I think that's everything. I will see you guys here next time.